Are you a Mary or a Martha? Do you find yourself preoccupied with the business of life? In this episode, we break down the Martha syndrome with Delphine Jarvis, licensed clinical social worker, and learn the importance of prioritizing the better thing. Hey everybody, welcome to the All It's Hey and Jay. Welcome to the All, we are a space where we're talking about all the things that are going on in our lives, all while we are trying to live life, what? His way. God's way, that is. And guess what, Alt fam? We have another amazing woman with us in the building. I can call her so many things, but I'm going to call her my my, my pastor wife sister friend. How about that? My pastor wife sister friend. And um, she comes in the form of Miss Delphine. Ooh, I jacked it up. Jervis. Jervis, you got Jervis. it. Jervis, yes, I got it. Jervis, um, and she's going to be our special guest on today, and we're going to have her introduce herself really quickly. Can you say hi to our Alt fam? Hello, Alt family. How are you all doing today? And yes, yes. you hesitated on that, sister. Yes, you are my sister, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> sister in so many ways. Like I think there's so many ways we connect, and there's another way we don't connect, but we're going to keep it all PG in the love of the Lord that binds us together. Hallelujah. Amen. That blood that keeps us together. (laughs) How are you, Ketley? I am good. I am good. I'm so happy to have you. We are, I'm excited. Um, Jay has told me so much about this subject that we're going to talk about and how well or how thought provoking the episode, not an episode, but it was like a time that, um, that Delphine went to your church, right? Correct, correct. So she's been talking about this since last season. <laughs> last season, like you were on, like if we show you the sheets from last season, like you were like episode three that like, we're going to talk to, we're going to get, we're going to get Delphine on. And so, but you know, God appointed time is perfect timing right now Absolutely. for women's month. I mean, and I'm excited to hear everyone. Absolutely. So, um, let's get right into it. Kay, hellos and goodbyes. How are you? So hellos and goodbyes this is a segment where we say hello to the things of the week that we are looking forward to and goodbye to the things of the week that we do not want to take in we don't want to take what was from back then Mm -mm. so for me I I, I'm going to let Jazz start well I'm gonna let Jay start with her hellos and then I'll give my goodbyes because I had a tough week so go ahead Jay what was your hellos my hello um for the upcoming week is sleep um, I, it's so funny because I think um, if you all listened in our episode last week, we we're talking about health and we had Dr. Sabine in the building and she came and dropped like, boom, she was dropping bombs. I think um, Kay, she was dropping bombs, just dropping about bombs. just dropping bombs about just whole thing about health. And one of the big things that I took away from that conversation was, again, how important sleep is as much as we know it's important but um, our actions don't line up with how important it is. And so I will have to say, I did find myself actually making it to bed by 11, which is like a big deal for me. So um, I want to go into next week with more of that and maybe seeing if I I can't promise 10, but just to kind of be in bed again before 11, but just being consistent with that for the week. So saying hello to better rest. All right, perfect. Well, I'm going to say goodbye. I did get sleep this week, but I'm going to say goodbye to not delegating enough this week. Um, I know that Dr. Sabine also talked about like how we we take on all this stuff and we don't delegate. We don't 
And I and as a supervisor, I found myself this week just carrying so much and not delegating to my staff. So this week was much harder. It didn't need to be as hard as it as it was this week for me. As I look back, it was just so hard. And that was because I didn't delegate some of the tasks. We're down two people and I'm I can't be two people. And I tried to be two. <laughs> I tried to be three people this week. Oh, so you tried to be three. Okay. Yeah, I tried to be three people, the two people who aren't there and myself. So and my task. We're not doing that next week. I'm delegating, I'm delegating everything. So I'm saying goodbye to not delegating enough. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I think what you're talking for this episode, Kay. <laughs> How about you, Delphine? Your hello and goodbye. Those are some good ones. So my goodbye is trying to think that I can do everything in the 24 hours that I'm allotted um, and and feeling this pressure that only I'm putting on myself. So I got to say goodbye to that because this week was kind of hectic. I had a hectic week too. Ketley with um, being on the phone. I hate, and my friends know I'm notorious for being a master texter, but <laughs> being on the phone as an entrepreneur is mm-hmm. headaches. I felt like pulling all my hair out this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so next week I am saying hello. I literally, I, I got my calendar in front of me. I am saying hello to at least two days of midday naps. Ooh. And at least, just based on my my pitiful schedule, at least <laughs> an af- one afternoon workout and one morning workout because I got to get back on on my physical fitness. Being a therapist, I'm always telling people be healthy, and I'm not doing what I'm preaching. So yeah, hello to naps, midday naps, and two at least two days of physical activity. I like it. I like it. You know, we always say these hellos and goodbyes are great. They're like, they can be episodes and they were episodes on their own. (laughs) Episodes on their own. So we share them every week on our posts. So on our Instagram, you guys are welcome to go into our Instagram and see our hellos and and goodbyes. And we will stand in agreement with your hellos and goodbyes. Yes. I was going to say, Kay, I think the fam really enjoyed. I got a lot of um, people responded to your your video, hello and goodbye. They were like, they want to see more of that. I said, okay. Um, Definitely. That took like four or five recordings. Because I was just like, I'm not happy with, I'm not. I'm not a video person, hence the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell them the secret. Don't tell them the secret. But yes, so as Kay always says, hellos and goodbyes are like sermons within themselves. And I love it how Kay always says, we'll touch and what? Agree. Agree with you on that. Because we all want to make sure that we're all crushing, not just achieving those goals, but crushing those goals. Which brings us to today's episode. It, as, as Kay said, this was a goal that we had since last our first season. So I am so happy that we are able to have this conversation today. The timing cannot be perfect. Miss um, Delphine is someone that I've had an opportunity to get to know through ministry. Um, her husband and my husband are both um, pastors, um, senior pastors in their respective churches. And um, I will say this, Delphine has been really good about reaching out to other pastor wives, um, I remember she reached out to me once about, let's just go do lunch. Let's let's talk, you know, pastor wife to pastor wife. And so um, those have always been just really um, good just to be around other women with this, you know, going through this kind of same experience together, um, which brings me to, I invited Delphine, I think maybe like three years or 
four years or even five years ago. Oh, that's I how say five, yeah. Five years ago. That's how much this particular thing stuck out in my head. And we were um talking about different things going on in women in, in the lives of women. And I brought her out and she talked about this thing called the Martha syndrome. Yes, people. And it's all based off of um, the story that we know about um, Jesus coming into town and having dinner at the house of Martha and her sister, Mary. And we all know what goes on in that story, how Jesus comes. He's, um, he's there. Martha is like, I'm sure she's super excited. Everyone's probably, everyone's super excited. And Martha's out here doing what ladies? Working. Working, hosting, right? And no. Mary's what? Sitting at Jesus' feet. Sitting at Jesus' feet. And then, you know, Mary does the whole, Mary's kind of like, well, hold on now. What's going on here? And um, Jesus does the famous line of, but she has chosen the what? Um, The good thing. The better thing. Better. Better. The better thing. So we're going to talk about um, today, this thing called the Martha syndrome. And I thought no better person to come and talk about it than Miss Delphine. Let me tell you about this lady right here. Okay. With all these letters after her name. Okay. Clinical, clinical social worker and qualified supervisor, not to mention CEO and founder of Breakthrough Care and Resource Center for minor, by minority is a minority owned mental health group fam, meaning they're providing all types of form of services. She specializes in imposter syndrome. Come on, that's an episode by itself, guys. Right. Um, um, minority women, immigrant mental health, which I was like, that was just, that was just loaded by itself. Just right. someone who yeah. is first generation and what comes with our parents' trauma that they don't want right. to call trauma, but eventually we realize it's trauma, anxiety, depression. I mean, guys, she is well more than qualified, not only on the um, psych- psychological aspect of things, but also she is an amazing woman of God. And I'm so happy to have her. Kay and I are just happy to have her in the building. I'm excited. Talk to us about this. So, I don't want to even want to say any further about her because I'm gonna let you guys. She's gonna. She is going to draw you all in, and you guys are going to be like, bring her back. So with that <laughs> being said, I know sis, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm just. What does it call it? Um, what does it call it? Oh my, what's she talking about? I'm, I'm hyping you up, sis. <laughs> I'm hyping you up, sis. You can take me wherever you go. I'll be your hype woman. Um, so with that being said, tell us, you know, like we said, we we you briefly introduced yourself, but if you can go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, and then after that, go right into what is the Martha syndrome. So uh I, you said quite a bit, but <laughs> when I think about um, man, this is actually year 20 of being a social worker. I got up one morning and wow. was like, oh, wait a minute, let me do these numbers. These numbers ain't right. But when you turn a birthday, you kind of start reflecting on the years. This is year 20 of being in the social work profession. And literally this morning, because I need to hype my own self up, Come on. Um, I went and literally did something on my notepad like it was supposed to be a post and then the holy spirit checked me and was like nah keep that for you that was for you mm-hmm. as a reminder of just all the different things that has taken me through the school system through working in early childhood home health medical settings i've done work in crisis settings um you know wherever there's fire there are social workers and so there are there are things about our profession that has taken taken us places and i just want to thank god that he's given me the opportunity the fortitude 
and the ability not to get burned out because this is a profession that takes people out and takes them out quick. Mm. I'm thankful and I know it's because I go to bed every day knowing that I am not in control of any of these situations. And mm. at the end of the day, I remit all of this to God. So that's 20 years in the field. Um, I landed in working for myself and I never thought of doing that. You know, being a Haitian, growing up in the eighties, I was like, let me get these good government jobs, oh, good, good, <laughs> good county jobs, good school right. system jobs. I've had them, mm-hmm. good pensions. And then it was like, if I can help others build their own, why not do the same? And I enjoyed doing solo work up until the pandemic. I've been toying around with, hey, let's do this as a group. Let's bring on some other team members. And literally, this is year two that I have been in group practice, literally from March of 2020 till now. Wow. Yep. So that's that's in a nutshell. I thank God for it. This is Social Worker Month. Just had lunch with some of our team members and... I'm just enjoying who I am in this season and I get to share it with so many cool people like y'all. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. So let's get into it. So what is Martha syndrome? So Luke 10, 38 to 42 takes us down this road of Martha. And I don't know which birth order she is, but I'm willing to bet she might have been an elder sister because we, myself, and I don't know if you all are elder siblings. Yep. I am. Yep. Um, So I would like to think she was, but she definitely had that persona that says, you know what? Let me open up my home to Jesus. This is of my volition. It's not, I don't read that Jesus said, Martha, I'm coming to stay at your house. It was Martha opened up her home. And here she is, the Bible says that she becomes distracted by all of the preparation, right? Jesus is in the space. I got so much to do, so many different things to get ready. I got all these people in the house. Right. They're probably hanging outside because we know back then people came to see Christ and they literally was climbing roof oh, okay. mm-hmm. to get to him. So Martha is in her zone using her gift things. She is doing her thing. And she looks and she sees her sister Mary not helping her. And she turns to Jesus and said, Lord, don't you care that she's sitting here not doing anything? And not only did she ask Jesus to say, look, look at her. She said, tell her to help me. You need to tell her, right? That's like us, the sibling to the parent. Mommy, daddy, so-and-so isn't doing what they should be doing. So I'm a snitch. I'm going to be the snitch because I'm being a good child right now. And you over here just doing the most. Right. And Jesus, being who he is, um, checked her and says that, listen, Martha, Martha, you know, whenever someone says your name twice, times, right? you about to get it. <laughs> and Martha, Martha, you're worried and upset. Two separate words. Sorry, could you say that again? Yeah, Siri. Could you say it again? No, say it again. That's what it's saying. Say it again. Even, even Siri, okay. Siri said, say it again, sis. <laughs> You're worried and upset. Two different words. And he says about many things. Mm. And he doesn't discount them. He's like, I'm making an observation. You are concerned about many things. And he says, Few things are needed. So then he drills down a little bit more and says, 
of these many things, right? These are some valid things that are necessary to be worried and upset about. But then he flips it again and says, only one. And mm-hmm. Mary has chosen the better, right? That part, Mary has chosen the better. And this better, out of all the many things, out of all the few things, this better thing, this one thing will not be taken away from her. Mm. And the one thing was her sitting down and paying attention to Jesus. So we ain't gonna worry about Mary because I low-key had a, you know, I, I was just at odds with Mary for many years. Listen, Mary is the quintessential younger sibling extrovert in you, you know how people Haitians have this thing on people you know always on the scene and I I've always identified with Martha because Martha is about business she's about work she's solution focused she is all about making sure that this space this environment this family this home this business whatever it is this I'm preparing for it, organizing it, make it make sense. Um, the list, the tasks, the responsibilities, all of that. So I low-key had an issue with Mary for years. Um, and then I read this book and I got to give it to y'all later because I I, um, I actually gave it away. One of the things I've been doing this year, y'all, in purging. So um, Jay, you might be spring cleaning like during spring break. And then I will see you complaining about it on social media. I have started since January. <laughs> so you have a Listen, you've been really good about organizing. I've reached out to you a couple like, girl, who is organized? Who is your organizer person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, I gave that book away because I felt like it was time for somebody else. Like actually a younger woman in her 20s. She loves to read. And so I gave her that book. But I'll I'll drop it, drop off that um title to you when I read that book um it was a conviction because you know the Martha syndrome is all about um getting caught up in the busyness of life and getting caught up in those things that are not bad right you know it ain't nothing bad about you know making sure your home is cared for you running your business you caring for older siblings or um older parents or none of that stuff is bad But where the Martha syndrome kicks in and makes it a syndrome is that we become preoccupied, Mm. overoccupied, fixated Mm. on these things as if they are the beginning and the end of either who we are or whether they are the thing that matters over everything else. And specifically in this case, over our time with Jesus, over our relationship with him um one of the things so when you called and i was like man this martha syndrome thing has definitely evolved from this message five years ago and definitely has evolved from the book that i read we have since gone through a pandemic right we are watching countries at war right gas prices have gone up the price of wings mirrors the price of salmon and might supersede that. Y'all seen these prices? Right, right, right. I like right. wings and I like salmon and both of them are at about the same price right, right now. Mm-hmm. These are things that we are becoming more fixated on and concentrated on in life. 
And Christ says, look, these things matter. Eating matters, caring for family matters, running your business, that dream, all of it matters. But for it to supersede your relationship with me to be at my feet, air quotes, mm-hmm. at my feet, nah. Mary has chosen the better. See, I was going to ask, like, why do, you, why do you think people, why do we do this? But I think you kind of answered it in that question is just that we do it because we identify our, like, that's like our identity, right? We take that as our identity. Like, I'm a good wife. This, my, being a good wife or being a good mother is my identity. So these things I'll sacrifice, like, instead of praying for an hour, I'm just getting like that five minute prayer because I need to make sure that my identity, what people see. Mm-hmm more important you nailed it on the head Kay. especially as women we're conditioned whether it's culture or religion right. not to be confused with right. your relationship with christ right we are conditioned to identify with our roles um and think about it this is in the times of christ where women's access to um men of faith was non-existent i didn't you know my husband had to be the one to speak for the family right mary is legit sitting at jesus feet proximity to the messiah unheard of in that times unheard of and so when we fast forward 2000 um are conditioned through culture and through religion to identify with our roles those very roles then become the thing that no longer serves us outside of Christ. It's okay. It's nothing wrong with caring for kids and and doing the thing and living the life, but at what expense? At what cost? So do you, do you think that churches play a role in that and, and getting women to feel that way? Cause you mentioned like, you know, AD that you know you mentioned (laughs) but do you think that the churches play a role with that do you agree with that I think the church the body of Christ historically has played a role in that historically um gender gender roles in the Christian faith when I think about Christ right we're nearing um resurrection season Mm -hmm. women never left Christ Mm. women took his body, bathed it, and honored it at death when others, men, right. ran the other way and hid. Women came and bore the good news. It's important for us to understand that's how Christ saw us in proximity to him. That's good. That's real good. Now we take religion, and I'm not the theologian in this in this <laughs> marriage. My husband is. I ain't go to school to get no no divinity degree, but I am a believer and I am a priestess, a peculiar nation. I'm I'm right up there with him in God's eyes, not necessarily man's, but in God's eyes. But when I think about what the church, the collective church historically has done to the role of womanhood, it doesn't look anything like how Christ fashioned it to be. The mm-hmm. access, the proximity. You got prostitutes at his feet. Um, men saying, well, why is she spending all this money on this perfume on your feet? We could have financed the building. The church could have been paid off with that money. Like 
all of that. And Jesus is like, yo, let this lady do her thing. Right, she right. is recognizing me. She's honoring me. Let her wash her feet, with my feet with her hair and in this oil that you obviously want to do other things with proximity to Christ. I think if we are honest with ourselves, the body of Christ, we can definitely see the role because you know, we, women have historically been the foundation. And so the Martha syndrome, then we buy into it, right? We, we gotta be the first to open the doors. We have to um, run the different ministries. And again, all the better things, all the good things. Mm -hmm. But those are things that the more we focus on that, right. the further we are, we in the kitchen, we're in the bathroom, we're cleaning and whatever, but Jesus is right here. Mm -hmm. right. Right. I was, I remember there was, um, I, this is the Martha in me as, as you know, if I can have a, a, a transparent moment, um, you know, people who know me know, I'm just like, I like to be a good hostess to a fault, to a fault. Like I'm the one who's like, oh, you have kids coming. Let's make sure there's toys for the kids. Let's make sure there's a section for the kids. Let's make sure everyone is good and everything's great. And I remembered we had um, my, I still remember I had my, um, I graduated and for my graduation, I wanted to do a roast. So I had a roast at my house and, you know, everyone's here, all the important people who have been with me throughout this, what was a very um, important time in my life. Everyone's here and it was a great time. But you know what? I finally sat down that evening when everyone had left and it was maybe about like five people who had still lingered around. And I sat there and I was finally like able to say, hey, how are you? How's it going? And then I remembered, like it was one of my line sisters. She looked at me, she was like, how is this your party? But you have been all over the place. And then I was just like, no, I wanted to make sure everyone was okay. Everyone was okay. And she said something. She's like, everyone came here for you. Mm. You were not even like present. Mm. And I remembered that and it stuck in my head. And I was just like, how many times have I done that? Where I've um, planned the best party, planned the best Mm -hmm. event at the house plan the best even for my kids birthday parties I'm planning the best thing but I'm not even present I'm never I'm not in one picture I'm not in anything and that was um that was a very like you know how when they says like when you look at yourself in the mirror and you just don't really like what you see that was a mm -hmm. thing that really I did not like that and so I, I I started to become a little bit more intentional that was something I actually declared going into this year that I would be a little bit more um present mm -hmm. At things I'll just be more present because I realize you're like you said it's good to make sure the house is together everything's mm -hmm. set everything's planned everything's good to go but then the purpose of the visit is the relationship the purpose of the visit is the that moment that and part. that's the that part, part that you're missing <laughs> that's the yeah. part that you're missing you know yeah. and so you I said it's all been good there. I'm sorry you say said, it again you said the the key word there present yeah yeah, that, that's a good one because when we get caught up, we miss the moment. We, we are in the task, but we are not in the moment. And I've been guilty of that. Who among us hasn't been guilty? You, you're exhausted once these situations and events are done with, and you can't half remember what happened. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> 
you going through pictures like, oh, someone said that. I didn't even <laughs> you and, and it's sad you got to take pictures so that you could flip through and be like, oh yes, I did eat this and I was in this place. Yeah, that can't work for too long. <laughs> it can't work for too long, but I think you hit it on the head, and I never thought about it this way. But the reason why we're doing that, in case you ask that question, is because we're tied to this like this role and what the expectation that comes with that role is which an expectation that you put on yourself <laughs> that part that part because i read the scripture i ain't see jesus saying uh martha i'm coming to your house you better get a situation exactly she opened we are the ones who invite this madness in However awesome and well-intentioned it is, and I don't know about y'all, um, I started drinking coffee very late in life, probably in the last six years. Me too. Yeah, like I, I wasn't. I went through two degrees. Never drank coffee That's like great. that. I was married. My husband is has been drinking coffee all his life. He's one of them typical grandmothers raised him drinking coffee. coffee. Mm-hmm. Never had the inclination. And then what happened was. Um, in doing that, I when I drink coffee, I get excited and my brain start going. And then I got all these ideas and I want to do this. And if I mess around and text somebody like, yeah, why don't we do this? And then I'm like, why did I do that? Because now I got to follow through with all of this. <laughs> and and all the, the, that Martha syndrome is going to come out and I'm going to go into this mode of madness of planning and over preparing and being so fixated on the task that the well-meaning intention just goes out the window right oh you said something well mean the well-meaning meaning intention Intention. like you went in with it good and then all of a sudden you you complaining you grumbling you mad you like why did i even sign up for this so right. you came in excited about it. Then you, man, let me hurry and tie this bow on this thing real quick. Why did I say we needed to personalize the bags? Who said? Who yes. Who's right? And my husband will go, yours. <laughs> so let me ask you a question. So we all, like you said, have been guilty being Martha. It is what it is. How can we, or what are some, or what are some safeguards, boundaries? I don't know. What can we do? Like, what are some things that we can like put into place? And I'm always saying right now, like, what are some things that we can be? Because sometimes, you know, change is not this, you know, sometimes it's just changing one habit, one little thing. And then you see a world of a difference. So if you could, you know, help us, help us out here, sis, help us pull us out this Martha hole real quick. What is something that you would say, Hey, these are some things to, to consider or some things to put in place so that we don't miss the moment so that we don't become disgruntled about that thing that <laughs> should have been a blessing. Now you, now you cursing, you know, I'm mad. You don't want it. Mad, mad. mad at everybody mad at yourself. <laughs> and so it goes back to the source of that. What do we have to prove? Who do we have to prove? Mm-hmm. Who? Mm-hmm. Um, and why, why do we do this thing? It's important because I can switch this thing right now, Jay, but if I don't have a cognitive ability to understand the root cause of it, I'm going to easily fall back into it. So for me, I know that as an older sibling who has been responsible for many years than not around things in the home or um, responsibilities at parents, 
have given me responsibilities for my younger sibling. Um, if I'm not cognitive of the fact that I am a type A personality, I am an alpha female personality. So these things lend to the Martha syndrome, right? Because we want to show up and do the most and excellence is our thing. We want to be excellent or that scary word perfectionist. So paying attention to the root causes of these behaviors. Once you figure that part out, either you in therapy for it, you don't talk it over with your girlfriends or your guy friends, because they keep it real with you. Once you figure that out, look at how you can create, and this is a word that I hope never goes away. Look at how you can create healthy boundaries around your time, around your energy, around your intellectual property, around your, your body, your person, around your emotions, um, to understand that you can't be everywhere, you can't do everything. Now remember, it was your idea to have this party. Now people going to think, oh, Jasmine is down for parties. You could call her up. She's going to do the best roast. I've never seen it done like hers. And you pick up the phone and you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, sure. Why not? And before you know it, you are the one that is known for this and you're extending yourself. Protect mm. your time protect your, your your intellectual property, what you think, how you think, all the dreams and ideas you have, all of those things can be conserved for the right time. I tell people all the time, you know, I, I think about Martha and her getting upset at her sister. Keeping in mind, all of those things, we can do it, but protect your energy, protect your time. And I know people hear it a lot, but you'd be surprised how many people aren't really following through, whether it is ministry. Y'all can tell the pastor no. Y'all know that, right? Listen. Mm -hmm. As a first lady who wears the multiple hats, I even give you the words. Like, I'll call and say, you know what? I realize that you have this great talent and I can see you in this role. But I also see that you got certain things going on in your life. You let me know if this is going to fit in or not. You see how I did that? Yeah. Because some people don't know how to say the no. Correct. I give you words. I give you the out. But just in case your pastor, pastor wife, don't, don't do that. Right. It's okay it's to okay. say the no because yeah. recognizing the seasons that you're in. Yep. No, no, I, I yeah, I, mom, I grew up with a mom whose identity was the church was the her church was her identity. Like, so saying no to the pastor, she would never say no to any anyone in the church. If it was the first lady, the pastor, the group leader, that, that so -so. it didn't matter if they asked her for something. She was not saying no, even if it was at expense to us, like, like. <laughs> y'all figure out what y'all gonna eat i have to go to church because they need me to go do such right. and such so right. it's very and and when you say that it's very important that you do the better thing um because well i would i mean if she were to tell you what was the better thing she was being at the church and being busy was the better thing for her but as the child i'm like no it wasn't no it, it oh, was the better thing it was especially when we know that jesus always paused and turn to the lesser thing, to the thing that no one paid attention to, to the, the, the outlier. Right. And that's who he gave his attention to. Right. So the better thing right now for a mom with young children is focusing on their years, their formative yeah. years. 
the better thing for a woman in business right now is to create that business plan. And maybe brunching every Sunday is not where it's at. Maybe we need to take this money and, and get a business coach and get your dream off the ground. The better thing could be, y'all, leave these raggedy people alone, focus on yourself, get yourself um, situated, regardless if somebody's coming down the aisle to meet you or not. The bottom line is you're doing it for you. So mm-hmm. thinking about what that better thing is and actually that one thing that can't be taken away from us, which is our relationship with Christ, which is eternal life with him. Right, 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 right. right. Ooh, child. God, if you don't feel all the way together or inspired, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> hey, listen. Again, you know, we went into this particular month just trying to see how we can just really empower, you know, women to really be their best selves. And, you know, today, just this whole thing about just the busyness of life. I love how just knowing that there's nothing wrong with the things that you're doing, um, but let's always remember what that better thing is and mm-hmm. and 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 well how do I know what the better thing is just listening to you I'm definitely for me I'm I'm taking no the better thing is that thing doesn't that doesn't take away from your time with the Lord number one and it doesn't have any negative consequences that are really mm-hmm. detrimental to like mm-hmm. like my kids like you know for example like that's a season that I'm in you know so um as Kate would say she got us all um what you say right all together, together snatched all together. All, together. <laughs> all together I really feel like there's still so much more that we can unpack here but um guys you know um I I just pray that just this little snippet because I think we might need to bring her back for a round two because I think this was just there was just so much that we have yet to even unpack um but we really um hope that you guys at the end of the day will understand that there's nothing wrong with um just the things that you believe that God has purposed you for but remember that God's desire is for us to always make sure that we pick the better thing and that it's important that we set those boundaries putting those boundaries in place and always remembering our why why do we get started and why and so with that we want to say thank you so much Miss Elfine my thank sister you. first wife um friend sister friend yeah. first wife sister friend <laughs> who came out and who blessed us on today Kay where can they connect um Kay you know the, the connecting thing that you do <laughs> all the connecting thing they can connect with us on instagram we're on instagram and on our um email info.all at gmail.com and remember as you're going about your life to keep living Wait, life before we do that miss delphine how can they connect with you oh go ahead Kay. no i was gonna say i was gonna put whatever she says i'm gonna put in the show notes but go ahead miss delphine <laughs> Okay, you can find me at www.breakthroughcrc.com and breakthrough spelled as it should be, breakthroughcrc.com or Instagram um, at breakthroughcrc. Again, at Instagram or Facebook at breakthroughcrc. Thank y'all for having me. Yes. Being a part of the conversation and being a thought partner with us today. How about that? Love it. I love it. All right, guys, you guys have a good one and keep living life his, his way. way.